Hello everyone. Today I'm going to be talking about a common question that I get asked pretty frequently. And I think the answer is really going to surprise you. So let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. So hello, everyone. Um, This is going to be an interesting conversation. It is something that I was recently being interviewed on somebody's podcast, and this is a question that she asked me, but the point, the reason why I'm bringing it here on the show is that this is a question that I get asked a lot. And it's also a question that I bet you're thinking and you haven't actually actually said this question out loud. And the question is, because I know you're all wondering, is at what point, because this was the exact interview question, at what point should you add speaking to your marketing? At what point as a business owner should you start raising your hand to say, I'm available to speak. I would like to start using speaking. I would like to have a bigger impact. At what point? And the answer is going to surprise you right away. Absolutely right away. That's my biggest recommendation that if you are just starting out in a business is to start using speaking right away or as soon as possible. Now, when I say as soon as possible, What I don't want you to do is to use excuses that hold you back and keep you small. So what kind of excuses um, might you be saying? And so these are, you know, I'm using the word excuse. You might think that these are your truths, but really a lot of times what we see is that our truth, and I'm going to use it like a jacket, like our truth jacket that we have on is actually just a jacket that's trying to keep us safe. It's a jacket that really is, you know, when you open up the jacket and you see the label, the label is excuse. It's made by the excuse company. It's made by the excuse company to protect you. So one of these things that you might be protecting yourself from, it might be, I'm not certified. I cannot tell you how many times I have heard people say, but I'm not certified. I'm not certified in this modality. I can't use this with my clients. I'm not certified. So therefore, like, I can't be the speaker. You know, I've got no credibility. I've got, I've got to make sure that I have like these skills. And again, that's not true. Meeting planners don't have this little checkbox that says, are you certified since you're a coach? How long have you been certified? Here's like something that I have done as a joke for some people who have felt like, but I'm not certified. I have to finish this certification. I need to go after this certification. And, you know, and I'll ask them why. Uh, Well, because I need to be certified. And I actually will go over to Canva. And if you're listening to this and you don't know what Canva is, it's a lovely graphic design I'm going to call it a company, but it's like an app, an online platform. And I've gone in there and I've actually made a certification 
and sent it to the person who needed a, a certification. And I've got these cute little, um, who's the, doing the certifier. It's uh, who's signing the, off on the certification. And it, it is the certifier. I have, a, I have a word for it. It's actually pretty funny. And I usually get really great responses from people because they, the people who I send this to realize, oh my goodness, she's right. I'm the only person who can give myself permission. Now, we're not talking about somebody who wants to be a doctor. I mean, if you're a doctor, if you want to be a brain surgeon, there are certain things that you have to go through because in order to get employed, they are going to ask you, where did you go to medical school? Let me see your, your, your license. Where did you do your residency? You know, et cetera, like that. So we're not talking about something like that. But these are just those excuses that I see that hold people back. I don't have any experience speaking. Well, guess what? The first time that I did, the first time I raised my hand, accidentally, by the way, and said yes to a speaking opportunity, I didn't have any experience speaking. But guess what? It like never occurred to me when I agreed because it was one of those situations where I had said yes, because it was a small group of women. We were like, hey, we're going to put on this event. Lorian, you do the speaking. And this is one of those, those moments, and maybe you can relate to this, where we just like shake our head, yes, I'll do that. I mean, how many times have you said yes, when you really wanted to say no? And by saying yes, you know, like, oh my God, I'm overextending myself. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not ready, but instead because I said yes. And self-integrity is one of my highest values that if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And that's what got me to do that very first speaking engagement. And when I tell you it wasn't good, it was not good. But back to, that's a whole funny story um, on its own. And that's one that I do share with people. And you probably have heard it, Um, but I'm just going to go back to like, I never occurred to me to think about like, well, I've never done any speaking, but we all start somewhere. We all give our first speech. You don't just start speaking and you're giving your 10th speech, your 20th, your 50th. You start somewhere. But I had also come from a time in my life where I was actually a fitness instructor and taught fitness classes. So I was rational. My rationale inside my brain was, well, I've spent so many years yelling at people in fitness classes because some of the places that I spoke, like um, when I was um, teaching at when I was in college, there was no microphone. So I've got I had boombox. I had music that was going on, like in these big auditoriums. And I was, you know, like yelling above the music to inspire and motivate people to keep going and also so that they could hear exactly what I was, my cues. So my rationale was, well, if I could yell at people for an hour, I'm sure that I could speak reasonably to an audience of people to inspire and motivate them to change. So that was just the way that my brain, you know, kind of kind of rationalize that. And again, I'll just tell you, like, it wasn't very good. I share the story with clients just to let people know that that's where I started. 
I started in a place where I wasn't very good. And if you've heard me talk about the three different types of speakers, I was definitely the college professor. And also the college professor that was trying to give out so much information, you know, like, because I only had 30 minutes to speak. So it's like you give them all of this information because you want them to walk away because I don't know when I'm going to have a chance to speak to them again. And today, today I know that less is best. You don't have to throw so much out at people. Another reason why you might not be using speaking is that you haven't been in business long enough. I totally understand that. You haven't been in business long enough. You want more stories. You want to make sure that you have enough experience to draw on and to tell meeting planners and these other mastermind, high-end masterminds that might want to have you come in and talk to their, their attendees, their group of people. But let me ask you, at what point do you have enough experience to raise your hand and say, I'm an expert and I've got something to share. At what point? And my hunch is you don't have an answer for that because that's one of those someday questions. We're waiting for enough experience, but we've never actually defined exactly how much experience that is. Now, if you're listening to this and you say, well, Lori and I have decided decided that's that's different. I've decided that I want to be in business for six months. And then I'm going to go try to okay, like, I get that. And I just want to make sure that you actually do that. But if you're one of those people that just says, well, someday when I have enough experience, and you haven't designed, decided how much experience that is, then just know that you're holding yourself back. Here's a great one that I hear. I don't see anybody in my industry who's speaking on this topic. And one example could be, and I use this one a lot, is like web designers, like service-based, like done-for-you businesses, copywriters, virtual assistants. And I have to say, thank goodness, so that when you do go to speak, you're actually going to stand out. Because think about it, how many times have you seen a web designer speak at a meeting, a copywriter speak at a meeting. I can only think of one person who's a web designer who I have seen speak twice. That's it. I've never seen a copywriter actually speak. I've never seen a virtual assistant speak. And virtual assistants, actually, they even niche down even further So grab that opportunity that there's not a whole lot of people that are speaking in this industry who are sharing their knowledge. I mean, when you start to think about it, like, let's just take the the virtual assistants as, as an example. There's a lot of people out there who could benefit. A lot of business owners, coaches, consultants, small business owners, um, you know, your mom and pop type shops, realtors who actually could use the services of a virtual assistant, but they don't, they may not have ever heard of what a virtual assistant is because it just may not be in their world. I mean, it's in my world because I've been in the online space for so long, but they might not also see the benefit of having a virtual assistant because nobody else talks about it that they're hanging around with. And even if they have heard about virtual assistants, they might not know exactly how they can help them. So a virtual assistant can get up there and speak to 
a high-end mastermind, a chamber event, some sort of meeting, a conference, and just share, you know, how you can best benefit from having a virtual assistant on your team. How do you go about hiring someone? You're not just saying, hey, just hire me. But to be of service to that audience, you can be sharing here are like the five things that you should consider when hiring a virtual assistant. And now you're educating and you're sharing with your audience. Same thing if you're like a web designer. So the main point that I'm trying to say is just because there aren't a lot of people that are speaking in your industry, don't use that to hold yourself back thinking, I shouldn't be speaking. That's more of an opportunity for you to actually stand out and share your message, impact more people. And because you're sharing your message and impacting more people, you're actually going to attract the right people to you. So give that a try. So the time to start speaking is right now. Letting people know that you're available to speak, that you are a speaker on this particular topic. Here's a couple of titles. Come up with a couple of titles. And there are so many other reasons why you want to be using speaking. But one of the things that I think you should do is learn a little bit more about this. And the best way is I'm actually going to be having a free workshop that's going to be coming up very soon. And to sign up and learn a little bit more about that, because I'm offering several different work workshop times is speakandstandout.com forward slash workshop. And during that workshop, I'm actually going to give you the needed information that you need in order to make the best decision for you. The best decision, but when to start using speaking and the benefits of using speaking as your best form of marketing tool. And the other thing that I'm going to be sharing in this workshop is that there is so much more to speaking than just stages. I mean, you heard me say podcast. I was being interviewed on a podcast. To me, that's another platform. And that is a form of speaking on other people's podcasts because I'm leveraging other people's audiences other forms of speaking that you may not have th thought about. And that's also what I'm going to be sharing. Because the biggest thing that I believe about speaking is that it's got to fit your lifestyle and your business model. Because if it doesn't fit both of those, you're not going to do it. And if you do get asked to speak, and you're not excited about it, your energy, your low energy level is going to show. And above all, we've I've got to make sure that what I should say is if I had to give you one gift when you love something and you are passionate about doing it, your energy shows up. Inside my In Demand Signature Speech program, one of the attendees very early on, like early on in, in um, one of the rounds, said that I was being charming. She thought I was charming all of the attendees. And I love that she said this, and I'm, I'm actually starting to use this word that I'm just being charming. But the reason why I'm being charming is because I absolutely love what I do. I love working with my clients. I love sharing this message that speaking is the fastest way to grow your business. I just love it. And teaching and sharing all of my 20 years of knowledge, 20 plus, I think at this point, of knowledge with you right now who's listening to this, but also to these people that are inside the Signature Speech Program. They are learning so much. And 
when you have that energy, you show up differently. So that is also part of what I'm going to share with you on the workshop, because I want to make sure that you show up at that energy and love what you do, not just what you do for work, what your business is all about, but the platform that you're going to be speaking from, the audience that you're going to be speaking to. When you love it, your audience feels it also. So that website, again, is speakandstandout.com forward slash workshop. That'll be down in the show notes as well. You can learn more about the workshop. You can sign up for the workshop because I've got a couple of times for you to choose from. And it will be a very intimate setting on Zoom. So you're going to learn a ton of information. And if you're also wondering like, hey, I love... I would love to know more about how I can actually use speaking and you want to work with me directly, book a call with me. That's chatwithla.com and that's down in the show notes as well. And I will share with you the different ways that people can work with me one-on-one because it's not just a private six-month coaching. There is also intensives that I have. And depending on what your needs are, I will share with you what the options are for us to work together. So until next time, I want you all to have a fabulous week and be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.